What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 71 of Convos on the Pedicab. I'm here with my uh, good friend, Wazi Graves. He's an aspiring pro boxer. He's a, um, he works in encryption. He's a, an IT guy. Um, and uh, he also does some entrepreneurial stuff on the side with clothes and with, with Xboxes and with backpacks and, and whatnot. Uh, but the, the real reason that I'm actually having him on and the real reason I'm so grateful that he came on is because Wazi actually just got over the Delta variant of COVID, and I really wanted him to come on and share his experience. There's a lot of, there's a lot of fear. There's a lot of, um, there's a lot of like craziness. There's a lot of really irrational behavior. It seems like that's going on as a result of this. And I think that the best way to clarify some of this misinformation is to have somebody who actually experienced the virus talk about what they had to go through. For sure, man. Thank you for having me. Of course, welcome, yeah, welcome. buddy. And hope all is well. And just you know, I got on here because like I was just thinking like what good can come from it, like helping friends and doing that. But I'm not really like a on camera type of person. Yeah. So just I thought that. I mean, you um, look great. For sure, for sure. But <laughs> thanks. <laughs> but I just thought that it would be good to you know I have a wise voice and like I'm real balanced and I went through it. But mainly, it's real. It's very much real and. You know, my, my, my situation is different from others, such as, like, it was, you know, we'll get more in detail to it, but um, it turned out good. But I do have family members, you know, that it went bad, and some of them are right now in the, the you know, in the hospitals on the ventilator. So that stuff is real, too, but it kind of correlates with the health and the work The lifestyle out, and what and you're doing, right? It's kind of the lifestyle. It's not just, you know, there's randomness with everything, but... There's also some predictability, so. Yeah, and um, you know, you're you're trying to be a professional athlete, so you, you know, you, you have a. I'm assuming you still have a pretty like strict diet. You drink plenty of water. You live a healthy lifestyle. Um. Yeah. So like the the boxing, I love that, and you know that's always going to be there, staying in shape. But it's not my main focus so much as the business and entrepreneurship, and like I do stay in shape. But I feel like when I did get sick. You know, it was the weekend, you're eating more bad, maybe you're going out a little, not even going out the crowd, but, like, if you're drinking alcohol, eating sugar, that can, you know, your diet, you get sick, immune system, things like that. Yeah, that is true. I mean, I've, I've always, um, I always found it weird when they were, like, closing gyms or they had these new vaccine mandates in, like, some of these, like, ultra blue cities where you have to be vaccinated to go to a gym. And that's crazy because you're, you're not really, there haven't really been shown any instances of COVID outbreaks <laughs> from going to a gym and if anything going to a gym actually probably protects you from needing to go to the hospital if you do get covid and listen i work downtown right i work in the bar and restaurant industry but that being said i could still understand how you're more likely to get covid at a bar than going to work out because like you said earlier you're drinking alcohol you're not sleeping enough you know you're putting bad food in your system so all that stuff doesn't mess your immune system up so, you know, when you factor that in, you probably are more likely to get sick by, you know, drinking too much and not sleeping enough and doing all that stuff. For sure, for sure. And I just, it's definitely one of the... Closer. Okay. Yeah, it's definitely one of those things where, all oh, that's a factor, but then it's just, you know, you can literally do everything right and, you know, it's a chance that it can go wrong. So the main thing, my point, like, that I thought, like, what am I going to try to get across with this message today 
And I thought that the danger is real, but fear is totally a choice where it's like, are you going to overreact, underreact? Like, you know, it's, you know, life goes on where you still got to keep moving. And, um, you know, we can talk about you asked earlier how I got it and stuff. Not even got it, but how did I know I have it? And yeah, I want to like talk that. about that. Um, and I'm going to ask that's like literally going to be my next question. But the other thing, too, when it comes to this virus, the um, the biggest cause of getting seriously hospitalized or sick from COVID is obesity, right? That That's a known statistic, right? Obesity and lifestyle. And you know what the second biggest cause of getting really sick from it? What? Fear and anxiety. So it, it almost becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you spend too much time on the internet, if you spend too much time watching the news, if you spend too much time actually getting scared of how deadly this virus is, you actually create a situation where you're going to get sicker from it than if you just go live your day-to-day life and just know that it exists and just make it more of a conscious effort to avoid stress, have positive relationships, eat right, exercise, have good people around you. I think that stuff is, I think, more important to fighting the effects of this virus than actually following the rules to a T. I I definitely think um, that was a lot. So that's, you know, a lot of powerful stuff in that. But I definitely think that um, to go back on your factor with the stats, obesity has been seen to be more of a cause. But these stats, it's so much over the place because, like, you know, I went to college. I went to these schools where you study the businesses and um, you can manipulate any stat in your favor just by what type of people are you pulling the stats from? How big are your, you know, your, your, your population that you're testing? So it's all types of just unbiasedness and who knows what's really true. But I do believe a big cause of it is obesity. Just like um, a big cause of a lot of things are, are your health. Like the biggest you know, killer for a lot of people is heart disease and, and health and obesity. Yeah, that, that's 100% true. Um, so how did you know you got the virus? So um, what, yeah, how did you get exposed? What happened? How are you feeling? Tell me all that stuff. So I do think that just to like, you know, back to the point that the fear is, you know, the danger is real. Fear is a choice because like we was living for, you know, a whole year and a half, two years, never got sick, you know, avoided the first one and everything's open and we travel some, we traveled, but no, no sickness, like literally we're going places, coming back. We're fine. We're fine. We're fine. And then one weekend at the hometown at a normal local restaurant we might go to, I feel like we went there and then we went to another restaurant, not to say names and stuff, but like it's one restaurant like where you're grabbing food and like everybody else grabs their little you're samples. Buffet. You're at a buffet. Something like that. No, well, not even this restaurant. This other restaurant was like a dessert spot, like a little candy spot. Oh, okay. So, you know, it's a million of them in Austin. So we're at that one. And, like, you're grabbing stuff. And I feel like that could have been it where you just – everyone's so much on the disease being airborne and this, that, and the third. But it, it's definitely a big correlation with your hand washing and, and all that type of stuff for sure. Yeah. Well, I think that just being sanitary definitely helps avoid diseases exactly. in general. Um, so how did you feel when you got the virus? Like, Man, so, like, my job, I was at work, so I worked from home. It was a good day. And I do encryption. We take calls. And it's like the, the calls are more complex with the new role I'm in now. But yeah. it's much more chiller, right? Okay. So it's a lot of free time. So I'm never at work just like, man, I'm ready to go home because I'm already at home. And it's real chill in between calls. But one day I was just like, man, I'm just out of here. Like, oh, I can't. I'm ready to get out of here. So I left like around a couple hours early. And then my left. Everybody's so different. That's why it's like 
you know, you never want to speak like my signature situation on someone else or theirs on theirs because right, it's all yours, true. But mine is exactly, yeah. you know, one true story. Basically, I had I had a fever, but I didn't really notice the fever because I'm at home and it's you know I have my house naturally just on 78 degrees. So as the day goes up, it gets I, hotter. I always put my my uh, thermostat high too. Yeah, so, yeah. so like no big deal with the fever, but I had chills in my legs that felt like an ice bath, like. We, we do combat sports, do track, all that. Yeah. We took a lot of ice baths, so this is not an over-exaggeration when I say my legs felt like they were in an ice bath for like a few hours, so it was just like unbearable cold. And then, um, <clears throat> so I just thought, dang, that's, that's, that's weird. So when it was so cold, I just knew something was kind of, you know, shaky and I already kind of felt the fever. So I went and got and did my, you know, What's that thing? I can't remember. He's talking on camera. A swab or whatever. No, nah, yeah. not even a swab, but the little check your fever. Oh, you thought you took your temperature. Thumb yeah, thumb, okay. thumb, thumb, yeah, exactly. Whatever that's called. I did that. Exactly. Right. Thermometer. 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 Exactly. So I did that. My temperature was like one hundred point eight. So one hundred point eight. So you know, one hundred one degrees fever. Something's going on. So at the time, though, it felt like I had food poisoning, though. Like, cause I thought I might've got it when I went to like one of these little fast food restaurants, like my favorite, you know, little pizza spot. So I, you know, go there all the time, but you eat, you know, t you know, anything can get you. So I ate that. I don't know if it came from there because the symptoms when you get stuff like this, you can have it for two days and not know. So it could have been, you know, anywhere. Yeah, you could have been pre-symptomatic, right? But so what, once you, once you got this, you had a fever. I had a fever, I had the chills. And then so did that you drive to a hospital? Did you? No, get I didn't. I didn't have to do none of that. No, 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 no. I didn't have to do none of that. So that day I was just like, ah, it's kind of I'm getting tired. So I was like, all right. So I hit my job up like, you know, I'm definitely leaving early today and I'm going to call out tomorrow and see how I feel. But I'm also, uh, you know, if I need to get a test, I'll hit y'all up if I do get it. So then um, I went to sleep and stuff. And then the next day. I'm just drastically tired, but you don't really notice it, but I'm just kind of tired. And then with the temperature being so high, I was like, well, I want to know, you know, just kind of curious. So I was like, I want to know. So I was like, yeah, so let me go ahead and go. So I went to one of these little hospitals. I think it was like, I went to like Care Now, Urgent Care. Okay. And then um, basically did the copay. And, um, you know, they did the little rapid test up your nose swabbed me and then i kind of knew i had it once like the vibe that they were giving me like with like they took too long to come to the room to say it was negative oh okay yeah so it's like all right we need the doctor to kind of go tell him so we don't want to give him the bad news so we're just gonna wait and so like because it's so cold my legs and we're already in this cold hospital i'm like kind of like just like no it's unbearable i need to leave so i walk out and then kind of talk to him a little bit like from afar with the mask yeah. on and all that and um, I'm just like, you know, where are y'all going to come? How long? Here's the paper. And then as soon as I kind of, they're like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And talking and cool. They were all real cool. And then they were just like, um, you know, you got to go back in the room, though. So I did. And then I saw them spraying down Lysol. So I was like, you know, and that's take, that's good. They got to take those precautions. Yeah. But I kind of knew, like, just, you know, like, when it's bad news, how it's a vibe. So that's that. And then they came and spoke to me. And I did my oxygen test. It was 99. And, um, blood that, pressure. What's, the, what's the normal oxygen? I don't know, but I think, you know, I don't even know. I think if I don't even know, that's a good question. But 99 was like a good one. And so um, 
They were real cool. They gave me like all the good advice. They like the doctors there were more better because it's like it wasn't so much hysteria. Like they're letting you know all these things to try. It's not 100% true. That's not 100% true. What did they? What, what were they recommending you do? They recommend they you know they asked if you had the vaccine and at the time I didn't. I. We're so, gonna talk about the vaccine yeah, so, after that. Exactly. But so, uh, all right. Uh, so at the time I didn't. I mean, me and you are both. We're both actually members of the trans vaccinated community. I mean, I would never like. <laughs> I, I'm like basically, everybody should do what's best for them. For them. So we like, both both of us identify as it, vaccinated. Exactly. So at the end of the day, I agree with that. So like, all right. <laughs> uh, you know, because I am, I feel that. But even if I'm not, I'm not, and I feel that too. So I would never like say some stuff. You just don't even answer on camera because it's like. It, it's, hey, it's, it's okay. No but anyway, so what, are they, what, are they, what were they telling you? They did, they told me good stuff. Like basically, you know, elderberry is good. They told me um, sleep, vitamin C packs, vitamins, um, stay indoors for ten days. That was my like thing. I had to quarantine, okay. and um, thankfully my job is cool. So like I hit them up with the COVID stuff, and they let me go on crisis leave, and had paid time off. So like this. So, so yeah. when you all right, all right, um, that's actually pretty cool that the doctors were telling you to do holistic good things for they told me um you which know, is good that that's actually really cool yeah for um sure. when you got home afterwards how were you feeling for the how are you feeling once you started your quarantine to the end like describe the okay so so mine like, started, how, how you felt the symptoms and what you were going through so mine started i'll say on the 21st like a month ago and um basically it lasts for about 10 days and then I'll, and basically the day that you're asking about maybe day two or three yeah i thought i might have had it monday or tuesday okay. but wednesday I had it so the main thing for me is you're just so tired and it makes sense with like it being an obesity thing or an out of shape thing because as much as i train and work out it had me question i'm like dang like yeah i know i ain't been working out every day and different lifestyle and i still work out but i'm just like so tired and then you're so tired where like i walk downstairs to go check the mail i'm on the third floor and i'm coming upstairs and like you have to like catch your breath like you're that tired like it's like no joke like for real like you're so tired that like as much as i work out you're tired and it's no joke for real i can see that and um how long were you feeling that way for i would say i was that tired like super drained tired and that's the thing with this it's it's waves so like of the 10 days Maybe day three, day four is terribly tired. And day five, you're like, man, this is good. I feel better. Let me go, you know, there's like a little park, not even a park, but like a, a grass field where no one's there. So, like, I walk across the street and, and um, you know, you do a jog and have one of these laps is like a quarter mile. So I used to do a lot, but yeah. I do one because that's just like I'm so tired, right? You know, at least I got some sun exercise type thing, right? Yeah. So I did the one, and you're just tired. But then maybe the next day you feel good, and it's just kind of a roller coaster. And I did at one point lose my smell and taste. Okay. And did that freak you out when you when that happened, or you? No, nah, like I kind of expected it. And um, to be honest, I lost the smell first. I knew that, and I lost the taste. And then me and my um, one of my family members got not to say which one and stuff like that, you know, camera stuff. But like a family member, we got it at the same time. And they um, super into cooking and, and smelling candles and all that type of stuff. So they noticed it right away, lost the smell. But me, I think with the taste, because, like, 
I already have such a good memory. I'm thinking I'm tasting the food and I'm not really sure if I lost the, the you know, my taste. But I will say this like to warning everybody. Because, you know, it's going everywhere. And I got a, um, a cousin in Vegas and all over the place that got it. And he's older. And because he's so finicky with food, he lost his his taste and smell. And I think his he, he was sick before me. And he's still sick now. And um, he lost his taste and smell. And because of that, he's not eating because he doesn't like food. So he's not eating for nutrition. He's eating only for the taste. And because of that, he's only eating soup. And he's not, like putting enough nutrients to fight back and stuff like that's important so if you do get it don't just eat because oh, i can't taste nothing so i'm not going to eat or i can't taste so i'm gonna just eat all day marshmallows or something you definitely want to eat your rice and your grains and your fruits and your vegetables your your teas ginger tea your vitamin c it's just you know that's what you want to do yeah i mean that, that's common sense i think the best way to fight any virus is to build your immune system up and you want to put food in your body that facilitates that just like when you're working out you know you, you have a certain uh you have a certain nutritional plan to optimize your workouts you and i both know common, we know yeah it's common, common sense, sense. No, common no, sense no 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 well, you i was about to say you and i both know common sense ain't common that is actually a fact it, it's amazing especially being like like doing combat sports right or being in like the mma boxing community like what you think is just normal in terms of like what you should put into your body is so lost on ninety nine percent of the population. Yeah, that's, you know it's lost on people. I, I mean, so, like, so the reason I think it's lost on people because information is so rapid these days that you get told something that you know this is this this this, but no one sits down and reads any books. So if you read books that are focused on this one topic, you get a better understanding for yourself. And it kind of makes you more educated to study more and do more. But a lot of people that are telling you something with a strong idea so strong, they kind of really stopped studying a long time ago anything. So it's yeah. like, you know, whatever you believe, but put some real thought behind it. And then the people that are not putting the thought behind it, like they're educated and they're super smart and wise. But then look at the, the you know, the stocks of these companies are few. It's a money play. So Of course it's a money play. Like, so uh, did you um, buy any stocks at all during this? So I, I did, I did. Because I remember, I remember you had a, you had a certain opinion about stocks and, and all that stuff like a few years ago, and I was no, wondering. I, I uh, never thought stocks were all bad. I just thought that, um, you know, you compared it to selling crack. I never. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. When we were doing Golden Gloves, you were like, you compared the stock market to being a crack. You're like, somebody's got to sell the crack, and you. I mean, you're joking around about That's, it, but I remember. You I just said, don't see how that would make sense because I definitely have a lot of parallels between the truth of the world and you know if anything what would be like the stock market selling crack would be like i guess reagan selling crack like an actual government official he was de he was definitely he was selling, selling crack. crack so like i would say something more along those lines but wall street you know it has its elements of you know all that bad there's stuff. a lot of horrible corruption exactly that goes on in wall so street. you have ruthlessness you have people losing jobs you have the the scams and the inside stuff so Wherever you go, there's good and bad everywhere. I, I agree with you. For sure. I agree. Um, I think that this whole COVID was just a big money grab for a lot of people. I mean, there's a lot with that. like, Because to me, it's, it's about the numbers. A lot of it's true. So for a lot of people, it's a money grab. For a lot of people, it's truly real and it affects them. For a lot of people, it's really real and they have no hope of beating it. So they're super scared. 
So it's real for a lot of people. And we just will never get real numbers to know like 100% no, accurately. You're not going you're not going to get real numbers, but you can kind of see what's going on based on the stock prices of certain companies. Right? So like I mean, you look at at Zoom, right? And let's let's pull I could pull up the Zoom chart right now. Um We'll see so stuff like that. That that a company like a switch like that, that's see there's business and money plays that happen because of a natural economy with supply and demand. And then there's business plays that are calculated and manipulated. So like, for example, gentrification, that would be a kind of manipulated one. So like if there's a neighborhood that's doing decent, but then I send drug dealers over there or bad crime over there intentionally for the crime, to, for the value to go down, then I bite up gentrification. So let me finish. So that's calculated and, and evil. But that is evil. That's, that's, what, that's what the city was doing with the homeless. You know, I'm not going to go on it, but we're going to get to that, too. Okay. But with that, so we're just going to say which side is which. So we know that's calculated. But, for example, like, if if we're working and now all of a sudden everybody's working from home and because I work in the remote tech support industry, everybody's now calling in because of broken webcams. So is it the webcam company fault that they're at the right place at the right time? Or did they plan COVID because they knew they wanted to calculate all the webcam sales. So there's a level. Well, there's yeah, there's definitely people that will inadvertently benefit from exactly. something. Exactly. But what exactly. I'm what I'm saying though is you can kind of judge how serious people are taking this based on the prices of certain companies that people are going to use more if they have to stay home more, right? And if Zoom is down 10% in five days, and it's down forty dollars in five days, I think there's like, just too like, much. like the greater consensus so I think is that they're, they're not going to the, be all that worried about. They're not really that worried about imposing more restrictions because if people were worried about imposing more restrictions, it would be priced like it would be priced into the charts. That's what I'm. So, does, that, does that make sense? It does. And but, some, but something like this is like a Game of Thrones thing. Like so, here's one guy that wants it for this reason, and then there's ten other kings and queens that are literally gonna be battling and doing their same thing with their same type of energy. So like, I definitely think some companies benefited with um, how things moved, and I think some of them or being calculated and hoping hoping things go a certain way so it's like you know who knows it's like there's a certain level of how much did you know like how in de how, how deep does the rabbit hole go basically it can go very deep and, and i know a lot of people that spent this entire time just looking up conspiracy theories and getting lost in that rabbit hole and For i think sure. that like look maybe i'm not the right person to say that you you know maybe i'm not the right person to like uh talk about conspiracy theories like that considering but I, I also do feel like i have a healthy like my belief in that stuff is grounded in reality and i think it's healthy to be part conspiracy theorist i just think that you can't go to full you can't be fully extreme on one side otherwise you get become lost so does that make sense yeah facts all wisdoms come from balance and i saw a funny meme that made me laugh because um it said that um man this one was funny these days, conspiracy theories, conspiracy theories are just called spoiler alerts. Yeah, it's like, pretty much true, though. Like that's, that had me rolling, man, because... Well, when, when, when people talked about um, the vaccine passports like a year ago, they thought you were crazy, right? And now they think I'm crazy because I don't want to go along with that, right? Um, for sure, man. Like, everything, like, it's hard, you know... Hey, um, sorry to interrupt you, but yeah. uh, are you going to get... Did your experience with COVID change how you feel about the vaccine, and, and has it... Um, 
It definitely changed exactly. whether or not you are going. This is has it made you want to explore getting vaccinated for this virus after having gone through? So it? I, I, your opinion on that. So good question. So one of those I can't hundred percent answer, but if you know me, you follow me on Instagram, and you know how I think, you can you know come to your own conclusion, right? But I would never like say one way or the other because that's just protected by HIPAA and things like that. So it's like, why should I have to tell you? <clears throat> So you just you know you don't even have to say stuff like that. You don't. I guess I've I fucked up because I'm pretty open about what I want. Yeah, you know? and then and that's not bad. But to me, the reason I'm not open on anything is because I feel like you should be like calculated with your words and what you say. Because I think if they should. do come with that type of energy, it's I think, like I think you should too. But like, man, I, I hate saying this, but dude. You know, silence is violence. There, there's a point where silence is violence, well, and if you I've, become silent when like something tyrannical like vaccine well, mandates, well, are I, I, I have an opinion stuff. on all that. Oh, yeah, okay. Exactly. So I have an opinion on all that, and you can get that, but you wouldn't get like a on paper yes or no type of question. Like, you know, you know, you can put your own two cents based on rational reasoning. Like, so if I say there's a jet and that jet is flying and it crashes 99% of the time. I'm not going to tell you if I'm going to ride the jet, but after talking to me, I hope you understand I wouldn't ride the jet. Yeah, of course. So, but maybe the jet is only, you know, it's it's really safe and I need it. You know, you just, everybody has their own opinion on it and do what you, I feel like you should do what you should do for your body and all this like vaccine stuff, airports, passports. It's like, I, you know, it's like, what you think? I that? think it's another way for, um, for a bunch of ultra wealthy elites to, centralized power and control people i mean that's what i that's what i think it is i think that you know this virus is serious and there are certain people that are going to get a lot worse off from this than maybe someone like you or me and there's also a chance that i could get really sick from this everything i do when it comes to COVID is a calculated risk like i'm fully um aware of that but when you start mandating stuff like this you go down a very slippery slope. You go down a very slippery slope. Because think about it, like at every point in time in history. <clears throat> so, like at every point in time in history, from you know Nazi Germany, Jim Crow America, which is like fifty years ago, and the most. So everywhere you got, everywhere in history, it always starts with like a fear of something real, and then it's, it seems to be a controlled thing. Yeah, it totally is a control thing. It's about other. Okay. Um, is it on? No. Or did I press the box? Yeah. So what what you're saying it it makes sense. Well, it, it's about like other like they're doing the same. Ta- I, I feel right because I didn't live through this, so maybe I'm. I'll go for it. I'm gonna give him my phone real quick. Okay. Um, it feels like the way they're they're trying to talk about the um. Uh, okay, so 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 it feels like the way they're talking about the unvaccinated <coughs> is the same way that like the Nazis talked about Jews in the 1930s, right? And it seems like it's the same way that people probably talked about black people in the 1950s or the night. You know what I mean? So it it just seems like you're just instead of using race or religion you're using free choice yeah you're you're using medical choice and you're using whether or not you're going to be complicit to authority exactly so this is the thing though we're all adults nobody you know we pay our own taxes things like that how can you say um 
You know, you have to do this to do that. It makes sense to me if they say, hey, here's my private hotel. If you don't have a vaccine or um, a negative COVID test, you can't come in. And that's his private business, sure. But all that does is create an economy of- Segregation. Not, not even segregation, but like it does in a sense because there will be an underground market of the, the hotels and the house parties that for, or for the other people, basically. Yeah, so, there's a lot of other stuff too, because what if um, nobody goes to that hotel because of that, but then the government wants the hotel to do that, so the government just keeps bailing them out. See, that's, you know? the, that's <laughs> then, the slippery like that, slope that we yeah, deal with, stuff like then, that all the stuff time. Stuff like that winds up happening. Um, and also, man, like, what if that same hotel just said, hey, man, I don't want to I don't want to let black people in my hotel. Like, you know what I mean? Like, where, where does stuff like that end? And right? the reason like that, that's, and you say that, and I was like, how can that relate? That What's the what's the correlation between that? <clears throat> because at one point in time, this Darwin stuff, like at one point in time, if you were black, people thought you, they, you can't stand close to them. You can't drink from the same water fountain. These that and the third. Yeah. So that's the same stuff. And it kind of correlates. But. I can understand their logic because they're saying, well, it affects us all. So this is totally different. But a lot of things affects us all. Like, you know, if everybody's homeless, it looks like a bad area in your community. Nobody's throwing money at that right away to change that all of a sudden. So there's a lot of things that um, everybody should have a fair opinion on it. And just, you know, people at the top, they have opinions and they're pitching other opinions, though. So, like, they're on this side. They're saying this thing. And yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're really in the in the back of their in their mind, and that their house is doing something different. So you never well, yeah, really you know. Well, yeah, you look at like Chris Cuomo telling people not to party or do anything, and then he's caught partying. Or you know, Obama had a big, you know, birthday bash with thousands of people when no one's wearing masks. They like, you don't know if everybody was fully vaccinated, and then they're trying to impose different rules on us, right? Like it's. So yeah, the rule imposing, it's a slippery slope. Slippery slope, right? But I got an idea that I thought, you know, yeah. just my two cents. Let's hear it. I thought though, like. Nobody likes the lockdowns, but no. I had it and I was done in 10 days and that's how long they tell you to quarantine. I feel like at certain points though, because it's a good thing for the economy too, we just need out of like every 50 days, 10 days of just man mandatory go with the quarantine, like just, you know, have your American pride and go for it type of thing because... But then what? What? But then how do you know they're going to quarantine? That means you got to create. It's ten days out of fifty. Right, but how do you know they're going to do? It, it? How do you enforce? No, you, you don't enforce it, but it's really like a, in a perfect world type of thing. If everybody was on the same page because they thought like you it would work. Give everybody a work-life balance of ten days to decompress from stress or work. No, or just like it. well, some some jobs are going to hurt harder than others for sure, for sure. But then the next forty days, you're back out, you recoup. Like it's like for example, I went on a hot air balloon ride, and out of the days of the year, he makes good money. Yeah, but he knows some days are allocated to he can't fly because it's too cloudy, it's too windy, and it's gonna rain. Of course, he doesn't get mad and think, "Damn, I'm not getting paid today." He planned that I'm only gonna have 200 work days. So it's just like if you rent a car on one of these websites, you might not rent it out all 365 no, days. No, I understand that. I understand so, that. But then at the same time, you know, you're gonna have to have governments print more money. It's gonna devalue your purchasing power. There's a whole bunch of other shit that's that could start oh, happening. No. See, that's that goes back to my point though. If there's, you know, bad intentions involved and manipulation and corruption, then nothing works, of course. But in a really, like, beat the science type of way, if everybody quarantined for 10 days, think about what that would do. We're all indoors, taking it seriously as we can. You know, you go out for the most seriously needs or you kind of have to or say you are a worker, 
because you drive a bus and you know and you gotta do it because to keep the, the whatever the going, right? exactly yeah. but if you can afford to quarantine these 10 days everybody kind of does their very best like hey i'm not like opposed to that idea i think it's good that you're coming up with creative stuff right um thanks, thanks. on my podcast to my audience but then you're also envisioning somewhat of a perfect world too because not perfect world but i know there's good and bad everywhere and, and especially well, I, I call out the evil where, like, i'm not saying i'm not calling for that because but hold on I, a second. Hold I'll go second. for it. So, so, but what about the, what about when you have buses of migrants who have COVID that aren't being tested properly that are coming in f- from south of the border while this is happening? Then, w- like, how do you know that that quarantine would even do anything if you if you just I'm not saying the quarantine. No, what I'm saying is okay. the quarantine doesn't stop COVID forever. This then the third. All it does is, out of the people that's moving so much for a certain period of time, it shifts and slows it down. To the people that didn't know they had it, now they heal up. To the few people that was going to catch it that weekend, that's one less chance in one weekend they didn't catch it. I, so, I know. Okay, so, so it just it's frees not, up the, side, the hospital space, right, and does all that. It's just a balancing act to where if everybody did it for a little bit, say the few people that do get sick, they get stronger, then they come back. Like Instead of just there's so much explosion right now with everything, it would ease kind of the tension. That's the main thing, and I don't know what is what's the end point game and what's the forever solution, but well, I think I know what their forever solution <laughs> is, but we <laughs> you never know, man. You never I, know. I, I mean, but then then again, it's like you, you tell you know you, you start sharing what you think their forever solution is, That's you get labeled a conspiracy theorist, That's and you get I labeled said. all types of stuff. Um, I think that their forever solution is like a, a global a global digital currency that that they have complete control of that like these these, these ultra wealthy elites have complete control of what they're already trying to make which is an, a strategic digital, digital reserve through the imf and i think that um they want to create a fourth industrial revolution where all of your movements and everything you do is being completely monitored and you have a high-tech surveillance state and it's going to be used as a way to say hey this is what we need in order to stop viruses like that's what they're trying to do and they're trying to get us to consent to it there's a lot of like just perfect like you know you, you 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 read the books like that like the, the you know the animal farm books and all that. yeah so it's all these like that stuff's real and that type of reality is for real like people don't see it but a lot of people want to go and feel safe and no nah, they're they're not trying to hurt us and they never heard us before well you know which you have so well, they much never heard of, what are you talking exactly about? that's my what point you, you have so about? much you have so much proof of history of like what goes on in these decision making rooms where it's like you just got to think for yourself. That's all I'm saying is think for yourself. Do what you can afford to do. So, like, that's what's going to happen. But um, it's definitely crazy. And, and I think the mandatory stuff is kind of like a thin line. But it's, well, it's also segregation, too, because if you also look at the demographics of who's gotten vaccinated and who hasn't, all it's going to do is, like, exclude black people from society with the numbers of people that are vaccinated, you know, with the percentages. I mean, but the way they've been promoting it to vaccine to black people – like that's one kind of red flag to me is like there's literally prominent black rappers and and musicians and they're playing their songs remixing their songs like the vax that ad, yeah, yeah vax stuff that, like that on. and you're like eesh. and then you have other an arkansas ad where oh i saw that yeah, ad so it's like i saw that ad and then you got all like so to me it's like it feels so good why the promotion so hard and also like um Everybody takes their own chances. So, like, if you knew you had a strong chance for surviving cancer, like, no, nah, I think I'm going to beat it. You shouldn't be forced to get chemo. Like, that should be your decision. Yeah, no, I listen, man, I, I agree. I think that um, if it was, like, this amazing thing, 
considering how the government has treated black people, they probably wouldn't be pushing it so hard on you is what, what you're trying to say, right? Yeah, like... Does, um, that make, does that make sense? I feel like, you know, the, the the relationship with the government and black people, any people of color, any indigenous people, any just... You know, you guys are good people, but, you know, yeah. anybody that's not a white male in this country is going to be three foot, two feet back. Like, it's, it's just kind of that's how it is. But it's not like a stepping stone or, like, it's nothing that can stop you because if you think in your mind you can do anything, this goes back to the health thing. If yeah. you're thinking all day about negative COVID and anxiety, that's what you're going to attract to you because your cells, they, like, it, it's, that's how that works. Your cells will literally respond to what you're thinking. What you believe, if, if you believe this rock is going to change your life and every day you pray to this rock, some good things going to happen. Not, like, actually, for yeah. real. Like, Listen, man, people have superstitions and the superstitions help because it does something with your brain patterns. Exactly. So it's not so much, oh, you believe in religion and God ain't never stopped a vaccine, but meditating and thinking about and praying so hard has the same science and logic that the scientists are preaching. So it's like you're saying... If I fo- your cells are literally focused depending, on healing. Depending on who you are. Depending on who you are. But I think that if, if you've been doing that and that's been your lifestyle for years on end, yeah, you, you might be better off doing that than having to be a science experiment. But That's if, the thing. That's you know, the, but, but, if, but if you aren't healthy and then all of a sudden you just use that, that, that as a cop or you just started getting healthy and you just, and you just started a lifestyle change, wow. then, then it becomes a different ball game, right? All right, two minutes. Two minutes. Okay, so like that's what you're so right about that because um, – the health of it is, I feel like they're preaching. Wait, what, say what you just said the last well, part. Well, like, okay, man, if you've been, like, super healthy and you've been doing yoga for your entire life or you have, like, oh, a okay, strong, exactly. like, or if you have, like, you know, really good nutritional habits, you have good sleep habits, you have great stress management, you, you have everything, every foundation in place to help beat this, to beat something like this naturally, then you're probably going to beat it naturally. I you might get that. sick and something now, might happen now, now to I got you, my thought but back. you'll probably beat it naturally. But if you haven't been ingraining these things into your lifestyle then yeah maybe a vaccine or something like that is probably hey, a better choice right like that's you, what i think i will you know? say this i will say this two things hey we gotta wrap up real quick yeah. it's been a great and fun time it's been fun yeah but like so basically um i will say this in the sense that you literally have um people that the most people that are telling me about pushing the vaccine they have been obese they have been older people and they have been people more prone to the natural fear of it and i feel like if you're healthy, they say this is one fear mongering attack, and they say, well, if you don't get the vaccine and you get COVID, the symptoms will be so terrible, like guaranteed. Where I'm like, you have it, but for some people, it's not as terrible. So why? Like, gar- yeah, you like. And, case then, point. and then the vaccine is truly experimental. It's either experimental or they've been working on this for ten years and something's up. So it's experimental. And I don't even know if it's FDA approved yet. So well, it's not FDA, but even if it is, it's not going to change. Exactly, but that's uh, just my like stepping stone. Like, yeah. of all the stuff they FDA approved, why are they being so hesitant with this one? If they, you know, well, because there's there's always legal stuff. Right? Exactly. Like, you can't but vaccines, but you can't sue. Like, you can't even, you can't sue, even anybody. sue the manufacturer. You no, can't no, sue manufacturer. there's a whole list of things, not man. Like, I I had some. Uh, well, I, I got my MMR shots as a kid, and I had a bunch of developmental problems that experienced coincidentally right after I got my MMR shots. So I, I can go off on vaccines. And that's so crazy because. In, in Dallas, Texas, I was driving, and in Walgreens, there's literally a sign that says, we do measles, mumps, and rebellum shots. And it's in the most hood area, black neighborhood, where it's just targeting, targeting. And there's a lot of science to that, and it's just like, damn, man. Like, oh, do you worry about because I you're a smart I guy, but you there's, there's nothing off about you because we're all special in our own way, but you, you're dealing with this, right? Yeah. And And – 
it's something that affects you and and it could be seen and it's, so it's when a, somebody's trying to bully me to try to, to to take a shot by these same companies that had no regard for what wow. i had to go through as a kid man they can go fuck themselves and that's I'm not pretty deep they can go that, fuck, they can go fuck that's themselves. pretty I'm not deep you're getting on yeah. camera saying they, that they can go fuck themselves i'm not doing you it. literally you're expressing that you have a like a mental thing and it yeah. slows you down it makes you sleep different it affects your life and you know the correlation because listen man i'm lucky if i didn't have pedicabbing i would be like some loser living with my mom and dad or i'd be homeless or doing something like this is the only job i've ever been good at so um i and i and i know what happened to me after i got my shots so that, that, that's what i'm gonna that's where i'm leaving it off For so sure, you know man. because of that like i don't care who bullies me or does what like this is this is one of those issues that i i die on the hill on this you know exactly um anyway wazi how do we get a hold of you um so i'm on instagram so wazi underscore ig s-o-l-w-a-z-i underscore ig um my business page sg dist d-i-s-t and like so i have the links in my offer because on the instagram i don't be so focused on it so it's kind of lacking but i'm on ebay and offer up and just you know it's been good so appreciate I'm you i'm actually buying a book back from you yeah, literally right sure. now yeah man all right wazzy graves ladies and gentlemen thank you so much dude i really appreciate you coming on for sure man all right boom